Hello there, everyone. Welcome back to the Collecting Cantina. I'm Benjamin. And I'm Aiden. And in today's episode, we are going to be covering the potential of Ezra Bridger in live action. Now, there have been rumours around um, Ezra Bridger in live action for quite a while, but recently, a place called Kessel Run Transmissions has apparently dropped exclusive news reporting that Aladdin Star, again, names, pronunciation, if I guess one, <laughs> I do apologise, Mina Masood will be playing Ezra Bridger in live action in the Ahsoka show. Or it's assumed that it's in the Ahsoka show, because that's when it would make sense and when it, it seems right. Yeah. Um, now, obviously, being um, being the topic of conversation, I have looked up that Ezra Bridger would be 28 years old in the time of the Mandalorian, which is when the Ahsoka show is taking place. Right. So 28, 29 years old, somewhere around there. Um, so, well, what do you think? Um, we'll start with, I guess we'll start with, um, I, I don't think you've seen Aladdin, have you? No. I've seen Aladdin, and it was, it was, it was meh. I mean, I enjoyed Will Smith in it. That's not really relevant, but there you go. <laughs> right. Um, I guess he was alright, yeah. Yeah. I I don't have any problems. Didn't have any problems with him. Right. Well. But yeah, I'm so, gonna get the elephant out of the room here. I personally dislike Ezra quite a lot. Well, um, we're about to move on to that. Yeah. Uh. But uh, I mean, as you said, he would be in the Ahsoka show. It it does kind of continue on from Rebels and I suppose whilst I haven't properly watched Rebels I am happy to see that they're tying up stories because I think the whole end of Rebels thing was a big what happened to Ezra and no one really got that end so the fact that we're getting that story in live action is going to be really cool yeah yeah um but in terms of the actor I don't I don't have a problem with the actor or well I don't know why I would have a problem with the actor yeah uh, I guess because because there's such a an age difference from when he when we saw him last it doesn't really matter mm. like technically it could look like whatever yeah so you know it, yeah I don't I don't have a problem with that but it's just the actual character that I might that the problem may may become evident. Yeah. Obviously, Ahsoka wears ground out more for mm. um, and there's obviously the rumours of who's playing Admiral Thrawn and with Admiral Thrawn becomes Ezra Bridger. Yeah. Um, and if Admiral Thrawn escapes, it it's probably likely that Ezra Bridger escaped. Yeah, yeah. Um, actually, it's probably definite that Ezra Bridger escaped. So yeah. Well, that's probably that's Ezra, why Ahsoka's doing everything. Yeah. If it didn't include Ezra, it would be a bit weird. 
So in that case, I am happy. Um, but I, in fairness, I feel like Ezra did improve towards the end. Like yeah. towards season, I think it was season, I think there's four seasons of Rebels, isn't there? I can't remember. But uh, I think it was in the fourth season that Ezra kind of did really improve. Mm. Um, and, I mean, season one Ezra was just, well, so annoying. Yeah, no, I was, um. Season yeah. two Ezra was also very annoying. Um, and to be fair, as long as Zeb and Chopper aren't in it, I feel like there's potential for Ezra. Yeah, I I just personally wish like Kanan was in it somehow because I I, I personally there's love Kanan. Force Ghost Kanan. True, true. So Kanan because he he was, he was there in the Rise of Skywalker, what not as Force Ghost, but. As a force voice. <laughs> As a voice. So. Yes, because why would we need force ghosts? No, um, who, who wanted? Who, who actually wanted force ghosts anyway? <coughs> Everyone. Everyone. Um, <laughs> anywho, uh, I think I think this could be really good because it's it's going to kind of give us that un unexplored thing of those hyperspace whales or whatever they were. I really desperately need to watch Rebels. Um, (laughs) And um, I think it's also cool because there was a large element of the world between worlds with regards to Ezra and Ahsoka. So I feel like if he he joins the Ahsoka show, we're going to get a lot more of that explanation. And... I think I might be going like completely mental, but I swear the art style for the Ahsoka show is very world between worldsy. I think I'm going mad because yeah, I, I haven't know, seen the art style mean. in a while. Um, I know what you mean. The, but... the the logo for the Ahsoka show is very, uh, very world between worldsy, as you perfectly described it. Yeah, so I I personally <laughs> thank you there, my co-host. Um, I I think that that would be brilliant if we got a live-action exploration of that with yeah. two characters who've essentially had like, well, Ezra's only had the one show, but mm. we just get a bit more development. I mean, I remember when we were talking about the Ahsoka show, we did have problems that we I think we brushed upon at Ezra Bridger. And we said that if it's an Ahsoka show, it's got to be an Ahsoka show and not an Ezra Bridger show. Yeah, exactly. That's my only issue with it. And again, I did say this in the Ahsoka episode, but I feel like this could lead on to, like what they did with the Mandalorian, they've taken characters from the Mandalorian, given them another show, and it's just going to be like a massive tree branch of everything. So Mandalorian's going to... Ahsoka was in the Mandalorian, Ahsoka gets a show, then Ezra's going to be in Ahsoka, Ezra gets a show, Thrawn's going to be in, this is just an example, but Thrawn's going to be in the Ahsoka series, Thrawn's going to get a show, and then obviously you have all the other characters from season 3 when Mandalorian comes out, and all those will get a show, Mm. and season 4 and all those will get a show, so it's going to be like a massive place of just... (laughs) 
At least we're like, not short on content. Let's let's no, just say that. I think Lucasfilm are definitely focusing on the period between episode six and seven. Mm. And yeah. For now, that's that's a brilliant place to be because you got so much happening there that nobody really knows because obviously that period has never been covered before in Legends because Episode 7 didn't exist. Yeah. Um, I mean, like, after Episode 6 exists in Legends, but between Episode 6 and 7 didn't exist. Mm. So you've got kind of like a free space that you can do whatever you want with. And the way that they've, you know, they've brought back Ahsoka, they've brought back Ezra, you've got... um, you got the possibility of Luke Skywalker now, who is a more major hero, obviously. Well, obviously a more major hero than both of those. Yeah. Um, but, or a more major character as well than both of those. Then you got Thrawn. Uh, you got Iden Versio from Battlefront 2 as well. Ooh. Wait, was that meant to be in the Ahsoka show? No, no. I'm just saying that... Oh, with, um, with regards to... With regards to just oh. where they how many shows they could do in yeah. between episode 6 and 7. Um, well, you did have Gina Carano, but whether you do now or not is probably up to yeah. debate. It's a touchy well, subject. Not Gina Carano, that's the actor. You do have Cara Dune. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Gina Carano is not coming back, but Cara Dune might. Uh, probably not, but she might. Um so yeah, you've got a lot of space to go between episode six and seven, and that's not just the main story of. Because I feel like that's the thing. I feel like the main story that they need to tell, they're not telling. Yeah. Like Luke Skywalker is the main thing they need to tell for the actual movies to make sense. Hmm. But I don't know why they're not. Put, like, judging about how. How. poorly received the sequel trilogy was we'll say it like that <laughs> clever words surely you would want to try and make that a bit better like surely you would want to tell the story of Luke Skywalker and explain why they did it like that instead of like this you know mm. I mean we'll have we'll have another discussion on this uh, about Luke Skywalker and whether a, an all-powerful Luke Skywalker would be better than what we got. But there needs to be some story. Like, they've introduced Luke Skywalker in The Mandalorian. Mm. And as long as they don't, you know, beat fate poorly slash CGI poorly him in again, yeah. then a Luke Skywalker show could be good. And once I Sebastian think... Stan is done with uh, The Winter Soldier, you know, he he does share his likeliness, but I think the the big thing is with regards to cameos in shows and dedicated shows is there is some there is something it as there is too much for it there is the possibility of too much of a good thing like mm. like with regards to the Mandalorian I've said this before. Um, we had him meet Ahsoka, which was mad. We had him meet Bo-Katan, which was quite a big thing. And then we had him meet 
Luke Skywalker, and he is meant to be like a lone Mandalorian, so he got to meet some pretty like substantial characters, and it was done so well that we obviously loved it. But if we got him meeting, I don't know, like Luke Skywalker again or something like that, it might yeah. feel we we'll see it as we're getting so much of a good thing. We're just like right at this point, it's a bit fan servicey. Yeah. So that's... I think that's that's the clever thing they've done. They've added like one character for one episode that they're planning on expanding. Yeah. But they haven't like they haven't mm. told that story in Mando. They've told it. They're going to tell it in another show. Yeah, and I think with regards to the Ahsoka show, they could either do very well with this or not. They have to play it really carefully because if it is centered around the world between worlds, that entire thing is essentially the main crossover point of Star Wars. You can literally access any point in time. Yeah. And you could take any character or you could make any episode about a random character because they could go there whenever they wanted. I mean, they could. They could, right? If they wanted to be like that Disney, you know, if they want to be like Disney... (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> um, they could, they could get the world between worlds, and then take Darth Vader out. So then Darth Vader is the next villain, but because Darth Vader sells a lot of toys and Darth Vader is the most iconic thing ever, True. they could take Darth Vader out of the world between worlds and put him in another thing. Yeah, just, just to you know expand it. You you could it's essentially. Like Loki. It's a bit like Loki in Avengers. Yeah, you I'm could... not sure how I feel about Loki. I'm pleased that he's getting the show. Like yeah. obviously, I am. If Darth Vader got a show, I would obviously be so happy. Yeah, but um, it's just the fact that uh, it's just the fact that it, you know, Loki's time was up. Yeah, Loki was dead, and that's. I mean, that's the risk that again, the rise of Skywalker with. The fact that there's no real sacrifices. Yeah, um, I think I I doubt they do this because I mean, well, I'd pray that they're clever enough not to do this. Is almost like the bloody Lego holiday special. I'm worried that you could open up the world between worlds, and do you remember when Palpatine sent like his blue fire through it? That that showed that he could easily mm. walk out. So I have this absolutely stupid vision of something like they're looking at, I don't know, Kylo Ren fighting Rey on Starkiller Base. Kylo Ren jumps through it, and then, I don't know, they end up on Mustafar. Like, you, you could have this really, really stupid kind of, like, characters going between, like, timelines for the mm. sake of it. I mean, the World Between Worlds this this has gone into a very World Between Worlds episode. Yeah. Well um, we always go off track to be fair. Yeah. <laughs> which I guess we'll do again at some point. Probably. Um but the World Between Worlds is could go like they could take elements of the sequel trilogy, good bits, and then kind of play it off like, yeah, this is what we meant to do. Yeah. The sequel trilogy. This is what we always meant to do. Like take Kyle Ren out here. And then put him back here and 
oh, look, in between The Force Awakens and The Last Jedi, this is how he changed. Yeah. And, in bet- and you could take Rey out and be like, okay, so we've got The Force Awakens here and The Last Jedi there. Well, technically, Rey's been on this massive journey in between, and that's yeah. always what we're meant to do. Um, I don't know whether that would make her character better or whether it would piss off people more. I, I honestly don't know. But so. that's, I guess that's a discussion for another time. Mm. Um, back to Ezra Bridger and the possibility of him being in live action is, I guess it's the same argument with Ahsoka that we had. He comes from a kid's TV show. Yeah. Alright, The Clone Wars is less of a kid's TV show than Rebels, because Rebels was a very kid's TV show. Yeah. Is he just going to be um, a kiddie character? Hmm. I mean, it depends what topics they cover with him, really, because... I mean, Ezra did have that whole pull-to-the-dark-side thing. Yeah. Um. So technically he has shown dark themes in Rebels before, so doing that in live-action wouldn't exactly be out of character for him. Um. I'd probably say he's not the hardest person to do it with, because, well, he has that kind of backstory of doing dark-side things, so I think they could make him not kid-friendly, or not not kid-friendly, but make him enjoyable for all ages. Mm. Or, you saying that just made me think, what if the next trilogy wasn't the Jedi versus the Sith, but it was like a... not a grey Jedi, but you know how like Ahsoka and Ezra are Jedi, but they're not... They don't go with the rules of the Jedi. Well, I'd probably say Ahsoka's more of a grey Jedi than Ezra. I think Ezra reverted back to Kanan's teachings in the end, so I'd say Ezra's probably still more of a Jedi, and Ahsoka's more grey Jedi, because she actually chose to do that. Yeah. I'm trying to think where... I either read it or saw it or heard it somewhere. But it's like a concept of you want to you do the good thing, no matter what it takes. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. So whereas the Jedi would be like, okay, I can't do that because it might be the good thing to do, but it's not. It's against Jedi way. Mm. Trying to think of an example off the top of my head, but I can't. Um, but uh, like Saving it might. A pregnant woman. I'm no no. <laughs> No, come on. But <laughs> it, it, it might be um, something like, you know, in order to save a whole group of people, you got to kill this innocent person. Yeah. Well, the Jedi way says that you can't kill that innocent person, so you leave that if you're yeah. a Jedi. Yeah. Whereas Ahsoka and Ezra, if they write him like this in the show, they could be like, okay, um, we're going to kill that guy, even though it might be might look like a not very Jedi-esque thing to do if you weigh up the throughout the consequences then 
it's it's the right thing that we think. Yeah. And I don't know. I would like to see more Ray. Now that's not something you would you would hear often from me. But I feel like there is something there that if they tie with Ahsoka, Ezra, uh, and Ray, mm. it could, it could, and Finn, uh, it could be something. I feel like yeah. that could be a very entertaining watch. Yeah, but at the same time, with regards to a topic like that, I don't want it to be the case where those um, sequel people suddenly get better because of their involvement with these other characters. I kind of, I know Mando kind of got a bit more hyped because of his affiliation, but I kind of want these these characters to grow off of their own back. Mm. I just feel like feel like it's an easy way to fix the characters of the sequel trilogy. Just yeah. to have like maybe one or two of them show up in a in a, like show up with a facet character because then you can think, oh, Ray, Matt, Ahsoka, that's pretty cool. And then next time you're watching, I don't know, The Last Jedi or The Rise of Skywalker, you can think, oh, maybe you should learn that from Ahsoka or maybe you should yeah. learn that from Ezra. Mm. Oh no, because Ahsoka's dead. Oh yeah, no, Ahsoka's dead after dead in the Rise of Skywalker. So ah, well, yeah, that... I don't think Ezra is though. I doubt he would be, um, unless he somehow dies in the Ahsoka show, which I they still technically haven't dabbled with a proper death in a TV show. I mean, yet. Ezra is the same age as Luke, so. How old would Luke be in the, in the Rise of Skywalker? Uh, Who knows? How old was he in Last Jedi? God knows. Let me have a look. Uh, we should uh, hire a research team. We should. Uh, Luke Skywalker was 53 in The, the Last Jedi. And how many years after was The Rise of Skywalker? Uh, one. Ah, well. So, 54 isn't that old. No. They could still get away with Ezra in post-Rise of Skywalker. Yeah. So, actually, Ray, Ray wasn't a really good guy, because Ezra was, was there as well. So. Yeah, unless he dies. To be fair, that could set up for a decent... Um, TV show, like Ezra you said, if if well, Ray and Finn, I want Finn oh, flushed yeah, out. Finn. Yeah, Finn In needs fact, to be a Jedi. Screw it, I would take a Finn show straight away if oh, it yeah. was just solely focused on Finn. I, I would absolutely like, love that. Ray training Finn after the rise of Skywalker. Yeah, I mean, like, come on, <laughs> what are you playing at? It, it was something that needed to be done. It was. And the green lightsaber concept art, it looks so good. <laughs> oh yeah, Finn needs to have a green lightsaber. I don't know why green lightsabers are hated so much with Disney. They are amazing. They are so amazing. Yeah. Anyway, Ezra Bridger. Uh, any final thoughts on Ezra Bridger? 
um, live action. I'm I'm happy with the decision, but I hope it's not a one-off. But I hope he doesn't become a gigantic part of it. Like I know it's obviously her her goal is to search for him and make sure he's okay and everything, but. I think with regards to Rebels, we kind of got his story in that, and I think that this is a another opportunity to explore, well, the world between worlds, something we know very little about, and yeah. it's like seemingly a very important thing. I mean, one, one last point on the world between worlds. I feel like it's such a massive thing that's just everybody forgets about. Yeah, like it's a, it's a massive thing. Like it's uh, basically it's time travel in Star Wars universe. It is wildly underrated. It could be used for anything, and it's just forgotten about. So, I feel yeah. like there's got to be something going on there because, I mean, yeah, it, yeah, it's 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 too big not to do anything with. Yeah. Um. But yeah. So, leave your thoughts on uh, Ezra Bridger in live action and any other thoughts that you have um, about where it can lead. Um, and, yeah, uh, I'll see you guys later. Thank you for watching. That should have been the other way around, but hey-ho. <laughs> Goodbye. Bye, guys.